Morning in progress. Yeah, last one. Uh, just for two, two Shabbos and then we're back. So, okay, we're up to Ayin Testament Bays, the, the two dots. Just to remind us in the Mishnah, the Mishnah said that the Nidarim that a husband can be Mefar are Nidarim that are called Enoi Nefesh, which cause her distress. What's an example of Enoi Nefesh? So Rav Yaisi said, if she outlaws all fruit in the world. That's distressful to not be able to eat fruit. The Rabbanon say, and he disagrees with the Rabbanon, because the Rabbanon said, Im erchatz, im loy erchatz. If I wash, if I don't wash. Im eskashet, im loy eskashet. If I put on makeup, if I don't put on makeup. So first of all, well, what does it mean, im erchatz, im loy erchatz? If I wash, if I don't wash. That's not a neder, that's a stipulation. The neder means, I won't do something. This is, if I wash, or if I don't wash, then what? If I wash, then I won't eat pizza? Like, what? What's the, what's the actual nether? So the Gemara says, Hechi Kamar, what was the actual formulation of the nether? So, Ilema, if you want to say, De Amra, she said, She said, if I wash, I will not eat any fruit. Okay? So, meaning, and the Rabbanon feel that because she said, basically she says, if I wash, if I take a shower ever again, I'm never going to eat fruit. So, You'll say, so what's the problem? Well, imerchatz, that's what it means. Imerchatz, meaning if I wash, then it triggers the iser is, I won't eat fruit. So here's the problem. The problem is the Gemara at this point assumes that not showering is not, you can never shower again, and that's not ino nefesh. That's not uh, uh, distress. That was never a problem. For them to never shower again. That, that's another eye that humans changed. Since well, oh, so, so I'll tell you. So, so the Gemara assumes that, that not showering is not in an effish. The only thing that, that would be in an effish is the fruit. But he, what, did, what, did the, what did she say? She said, if I, if I shower, I won't eat fruit again. And if I don't shower, I can eat fruit all I want. I just have to stop showering, right? The Gemara says, so wait. Lama la hafar, turchatz, tisar and why would anyone allow her to, to, to nullify the vow? The Gemara assumes at this point that not showering is fine, according to everybody. So she said, if I shower again, I won't be able to eat fruit. So, so, so what's the problem? So don't shower. Don't shower, continue eating fruit. Like, what's the machalikas? What's the shayla? That's problem number one. Problem number two, v'oid, v'hal lemer of yaisi ein elu nidre inoy nefesh, dilma rochtzav, itzer peris oilamala. Also, it's just a, the lotion is a little bit off. What did she say? She said, if I shower, then what? We're interpreting it. If I shower, I won't eat fruit again. So what's the subject of the nether? Assering fruit. The stipulation is showering. That triggers the nether. But the nether is actually never eating fruit again. Rav Yossi said on that, that's not Inoy Nefesh. Yes, it is. Meaning, everyone agrees not eating fruit is considered distressing. Rav Yossi's lotion is, when they said, whatever the Rabbanon said, they said this vague thing, Rav Yossi's like, that's not Inoy Nefesh. If, he's, if they said, if the, if the subject of the nether is showering, I guess you could argue whether showering is, you know, nefesh. But if it's, what's the subject of the nether? If I shower, then the subject of the nether is, I will never eat fruit again. So first of all, problem number one is just don't shower. Okay. Number two, even achutz from that, forget about that. The subject of the nether is not eating fruit. Rav Yossi said, that's not inoy nefesh. He shouldn't say that. He should say, the stipulation is not inoy nefesh. Again, every nether has the subject of the nether and the stipulation that triggers the nether. The subject of the nether is not eating fruit, which is inoy nefesh according to everybody. Then there's the stipulation of the nether, which is showering. So Rav Yossi said, that's not inoy nefesh. You know what's inoy nefesh? Not eating fruit. Well, okay, so then he should say, so then it's just a technicality. Instead of saying that's not Ina Nefesh, he should say, 
Hatnai Eino Eino Nefesh. Because again, the subject of the nether is definitely Eino Nefesh. So it's just a, it's, it's a subtle point that if you're telling me that the subject of the nether is not eating fruit and the stipulation is showering and Rav Yossi's objection is to the showering, then he shouldn't say, this is not Eino Nefesh. He should say the stipulation is not Eno Nefesh. Because again, there's two parts to every nether. There's the nether itself, the subject, and then there's a stipulation to trigger the nether. The, se- the subject of the nether is not eating fruit, which is distressful, according to everybody. Rav Yaisi's point really is the stipulation to trigger it is not Eno Nefesh. He should say that. He should say, Ein t'nai elu nidre ino nefesh. Whatever. He shouldn't say that it's not ino nefesh. He should say the stipulation is not ino nefesh. Again, you know what I'm saying? It's a, it's a subtlety. So the Gemara says, you're right. Okay. Ella, go to the next page. The Amra, the case is, she said, Koinam hanos rechitza alay la'olam im erchatz. Change the perspective. Showering is a problem. You, you, at first, up to now, we, we assume that a person can never shower again. Not a problem. The machlekes is no. Now we're changing it. You got showering is a problem. The sh- showering is the subject of Machlegas of Yaisi and the Rabbana. What's the case? She says, if I shower once, I'll never be able to shower again. So the subject of the nether is I'll never be able to shower again, but what triggers it if I shower once? So basically, she has two choices. She could shower once and then never shower again, or she could just never shower again. <laughs> basically, she's never going to shower again. She sort of did this. She, again, if I shower once, I can never shower again. So... The Rabbanon feel that you have to nullify the nether. Why? What are her choices? If she showers once, she'll never be able to shower again, which is distressful. If she doesn't shower, then she's never showering. In other words, she's never showering. She's either just showering once, then never showering, or never showering again. The Rabbanon feel never showering is considered inoy nefesh. Okay, fine. Yeah, that's the point. It's a chiddush that even though the first showering is is a permissible shower, you could still sub, uh, nullify it. Fine, but that's the rabbanon's take. The rabbanon feel that showering, never showering again, is distressful. And Rav Yossi says, Rav Yossi, I'm sorry, Rav Yossi feels that that's not uh, showering is. You can never shower again. So the stipulation also has to do with bathing, therefore now... Correct. So the machlekes base, and, and in other words, the subject of the machlekes is a woman not showering ever again distressful. The Rabbanans say yes, Rabbi Yossi says no. Now, Mr. Zalmanowitz's shayla to me was, does this, if, when she outlaws showering, does that outlaw the mikvah? So I would say obviously not, because... Because also then, then the marriage is off, right? If she doesn't go to the mikvah, they can never be together. So then it has nothing to do. So, it, so I'm just wanting to point this out that when she's outlawing showering, she's still allowed to go to the mikvah. I would That's assume. Correct. So my point is, it's in. they do have to shower before to yeah, make sure exactly. there's dirt. But I guess there's ways to do it without actually like washing yourself. But the point is, she was still not. I, I'm just. I, I just assume that it's not that she's never gonna be in a body of water, so she's not gonna be as disgusting. Maybe I'll just say an explanation of where Rav Yossi is coming from. It's not like she's never bathing again. She has to go to the mikvah. Or she's older. In which case, she's never going to the mikvah. I take it back. I, I don't know. I, I just assume mikvah is not included. Because once she doesn't go to the mikvah, then they can't be together. So then it's much bigger problems than just not showering. Right. Um, okay, one last problem. So you're telling me the machlekes is, again, she has a stipulation, if I shower once, then I'm never going to shower again. The Rabbanon feel... Then you, you have to stipulate, you have to break it because not showering is nivel. And the reverse is like, hey, you can never shower again. So the machlek is basically is, is never showering disgusting, distressful. 
The problem is, Ihachi, listen, Ihachi, Rav Nefesh. Again, it's the, 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 the syntax is also a little bit off because according to this, Rav Yaisi's point is that it's not, showering is not Inu Nefesh, so he should say that the stipulation is not Inu Nefesh. Because it's not just that the shower, it's the, over here now we've sort of made it that the subject and the stipulation are the same, so the Gemara says you should clarify that the stipulation is also not Inu Nefesh. The, the, the way that, uh, who's this, the way that Taisus says it, um, Meaning, in other words, it's hard to know. Meaning, in, in, in other words, once now you're telling me that the stipulation and the and the subject are identical, they're both showering, and the shaila is whether it's considered not distressful or not. Then the gemara is saying, why are you mentioning the nether? You should say the stipulation as well. Okay. Correct. It's it's the Rishonim. This line is a little bit for some reason they're comparing it. It's a little bit funny of what the what the what's bothering the Gemara. There's a lengthy run to try to figure out exactly that, the, the way Tysus describes it is that now that you're saying the stipulation is the same, then why are you mentioning the other? You should say the stipulation because I mean the stipulation itself is a problem. Okay. Let's say I, I hear the problem. So the Gemara says, you know what? Okay. Ella Amra, the case is like the slight tweak. The Gemara says no. Really, not showering is distressful according to everybody. How could it be that a woman says she's never going to shower again? And the review says, okay, that's fine. No, come on. That's that's distressful. Never take a shower again. That's incredibly distressful. What's the case? The case is she said, I will never shower again. If I shower today, I can never shower again. Meaning, I have two choices. She could either shower today, because it's nice to shower today, and then she'll never shower again, which is distressful, or she could skip showering one day. The Rabbanon feel forcing a woman to skip showering even one day is distressful. Meaning, never showering again is for sure distressful. Over here, the case is where she said, so it's not the same. The stipulation and the nether are not the same. The nether is never showering again. The stipulation is missing one day of showering. So meaning, it's mom, she like goes... Yeah, I was gonna say. So, uh, by the way, agreed. Well, maybe for a woman, or maybe like maybe also like the thought that you can't is like more distressful. I don't know. Well, that's the yamzaf also. So the gemara is saying like this: the cases where she said, "If I if I shower today, I never get to shower again." So she has two choices: she either doesn't shower today and then she could shower forever, but she misses one day, or she showers today and never showers again. The rabbanon feel missing one day of showering is distressful. So that alone, you can nullify it. So the machloekis of Yaisi the Rabbanon is missing one day of showering a stipulation enough to make it distressful. But again, the case was she said, "If I shower today, I can never shower again." So two choices: you either don't shower today, and then you can shower forever, or you shower today, and you can never shower again. The Rabbanon feel both choices are distressful. Both the stipulation and the other is distressful. Why? Missing shouting forever is distressful. And missing one day is distressful. So the machloekis Rav Yaisi and the Rabbanon. Fine. Now, here's the slight problem. The problem is like this. Once we, by the way, once we get to like halfway through the summit, it's, it's very, very easy. Well, slight problem. So the Mishnah said this cryptic line that she said, Im erchatz, im loy erchatz. Im eskashet, im loy eskashet. Let's go with erchatz. If I wash, if I don't wash. It's two cases. You've given me one case. You've given me Shanisa, says the Gemara Shanisa. You explained im erchatz. You explained the first case. What's the first case? The first case is she said, 
if I shower today, I can never shower again. So she's bothered by two choices. She either showers today and never showers again, which is distressful, or she doesn't shower today and then showers forever, but she's missing today, which is also distressful. Hence the Rabbanan's feeling that you can nullify the vow because, because she's missing one day of showering, which is distressful. Rav Yossi feels you can miss a day, that's not a big deal. So the Machlekes is, that, that's the case and that's the Machlekes. But what's the case... No, no, the Gemara feels that it's two different cases. There's Im Erchatz, which is one case, and Im Loya, meaning you're saying, you're, you're saying that it's, it's one case. She's saying, if I shower today, if I don't shower today. Now, the Gemara feels it's two separate cases. There's a case of Im Erchatz, and there's a case of Im Lo Erchatz. What's the case of Im Lo Erchatz? I got the case of Im Erchatz. What's the case? What's the other case? Hey, Chidami, what's the case? Oh, the Gemara says, okay, Ilema, cases like this. Right? If the first case is, what was the first case? She says, if I shower today, I can never shower again. So what's Imlo Erechatz? Is if I don't shower today, I can never shower again. If I don't shower today, I will never shower again. So you have to shower today. So shower today. What's the... That's easy. Like, whereas, like, then why are you nullifying? Again, she gets up and she says a nether to her husband. She says, if I don't shower today, I'm never showering again. So he's like, so you better go shower. Why would you say you can tissue paper? Well, what? But, 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 where it's, the, it's so easily avoided by just showering? The, How easy was it to shower a thousand years ago? Today, I hear you. Just turn Turn the faucet. So the Gemara says, <laughs> Just go take a shower. <laughs> well, I mean, it sounds like in the case, it's like, oh, she's stuck. Like the first case, she's kind of stuck. If she showers today, then she should never, never shower again. So, so, those are two, so the first case is pretty simple. You're like, okay, you either shower today, which is good, but then you never shower again. Or you don't shower today, which is annoying, but then you get to shower forever. So, okay, the second case is, if I don't shower today, I can never shower again. So shower. There's no, there's no downside. No, 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 it's just easy. There's no internet. It's just fix it by showering. Great. The solution is pleasurable. So the Gemara says, okay, slight tweak. Amrav Yehuda, the Amrav Hanasuchitzalayim, she says, again, stick to the same lotion. If I don't shower today, I can never shower again. But she says, mishra. If I don't shower in putrid water, Ooh. meaning she made a fun stipulation, which is if I don't shower today, I can never shower again. But the only water I could shower in is May Mishra, which is water from flax. Well, so basically, it's like a board game. Know. Would you rather? Yeah, it's 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 because uh, this is on a Channel Five episode. This is this is uh, this is a show. I don't I don't know. They thought this would be fun. The producers thought this would be fun. <laughs> so she made a stipulation: if I don't shower today, I can never shower again. But the only shower I could shower in today is May Mishra. So now she has a choice: if she doesn't shower today, she can never shower again. That's distressful. If she showers today, she's washing in putrid water, which is also distressful. Oh, okay. Those are the two. Oh, I, I get it. Fine. Here's the problem. Go to the next case in the Mishnah. If you're going with this theme that she has to shower, her only option is in putrid water, then go to the next case, the makeup. So what did she say? What's the case of Mloiskashet? If I don't put on makeup today, I can never put on makeup again. But what's the makeup? Putrid makeup. It's tar or whatever. Here's the problem. That's not called Iskashet. 
Right. right. Also, even, yeah, the Gemara assumes it says even you can really ask from this shot. Is that called rechitza? Is that called rechitza? I'm, I'm going to take a shower. I'm going to be marchatz. You know, what was the hell they say in Hebrew? Maklachat, right? Maklachat, I think, is a shower. Where are you going? And you're going into and it's a sewage system. That's exactly. That, that's not a maklachat. I mean, so 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 to over here, that's not miskashit. So the Gemara says the kavosa gabi miskashit. So you're going to go with this theme. So what's the case by miskashim? Lo yiskashim means him. Lo yiskashim benefet. Right? She says, if I don't put on makeup today, I can never put makeup again. What's the type of makeup I, I have? But I have to put on makeup today. But what type of makeup? Nefet. Nefet was a, like a, yeah. a bad-smelling tar type of material. The Gemara says, that's not called discussion. That's called dirtying yourself. So that, that can't be the case. So the Gemara says, you know what? Simple case. Let's go with the original case. If I don't shower today, I can never shower again. So you said, so shower. Side point, I also make a shvua, I won't shower today. Two things are happening. She makes a nether that if she doesn't shower today, she can never shower again. So you say, you just go shower. Oh, side point, I also made a shvuah, I can't shower today. That's why it's distressful, because she cannot fulfill the stipulation without removing a shvuah. Meaning, she made a shvuah and a nether. Something's got to give. She said the nether, if I don't shower today, I'm never going to shower again. So you said, go shower. Yeah, but I made a shvuah, I won't shower today. So that's the case. Run a mile. <laughs> so the Gemara, so the Gemara says, so it was a long Shabbos afternoon, and you know, the Gemara says, <laughs> So she made another that if I don't shower today, I'm never going to shower again, and the Shavu, I'm not going to shower today. So now, so now she's forced. You either have to break the Shavu or break the nether, because if she fulfills both, she's never going to shower again, because the Shavu says not to shower today, and the nether says if I don't shower today, I'm never going to shower again. I mean, it's easier to remove a nether than a shvua. So she's gonna. I don't think. I don't think a husband can remove a shvua, but he can remove a nether. So he removes the nether. Nether that there's actually no option for it. So here she's made the shvua. Let's say she made the shvua first, then she makes the nether. It can't be true. Correct. Well, no, it could be true. It very much. It just she doesn't have a choice to break it. Unless Meaning, I yeah, she in essence, she in I essence, basically. Feet in the air, no, I'm not going to do this. So then no, you're I, not going to be doing that. Okay, so you're not going to jump 50 feet in the air and the stipulation will be fulfilled and then you won't make the nether. So what, why does the nether have to be that the stipulation strong, is fulfillable? Exactly, yeah. Yeah, you're right. She locked herself in a corner. She had no choice. She has no choice of removing the nether. That's exactly the point. She made a nether that's distressful. She has no way of getting out of it other than Afaras Nadar. No, but why did she bring in the shvu instead of just having a second nether? I think, I think uh, because it's, it's assering, um this is from the first daf, you probably remember this. Uh, the first daf, uh, neder and shvua. One's on the chayfets, one's on the gavra. Which one is which? Neder is on the person. And Neder's on the person. Shvua is on the chayfets. So I guess she assered the water. She made a shvua on the water. I'm not sure. So the gemara says, okay. And by the way, same thing with the makeup. If I don't put on makeup today, I will never put on makeup again. Shvu, I won't put on makeup today. Same thing. Now, the Gemara says, Slight problem. Then it said, it said in the Mishnah, these are a case of Nadarm. It's not really Nadarm, it's Nadarm and Shvuas, because it's just Nadarm on its own, you don't have to. Meaning, it only works because there's that Shvu also. So why is that not referenced in the Mishnah? The Mishnah should just basically say, these are Nadarm and Shvuas, because there is also a Shvu that has to happen. So the Gemara says, Can I, rather get rid of the, of the I don't believe so. 
I could be completely off about that. But no, a Rav could, but not yeah. the husband. Right, that, that's what I mean. Yeah, I guess so. Yeah, but we're talking about the husband's perspective. So the Gemara says, I'm a Tenu Elu Nadar Shavuos. Yeah, add the word Shavuos in the Mishnah. That's what, that's what it means. Or you could say that when it says Shavuah, it means, when it says Nether, it means Shavuah. They're interchangeable. You don't have to actually add the word. It's a synonym. Okay. Well, it's a synonym sometimes. It's a synonym when they're not getting into the specifics of the differences. But like, it's more of a synonym than like Shabbos. So the Gemara says, okay, now from here to the end of the daf, we're going to have it very simple. And that is, Basically, you had a machlekes in Rabban the Rav Yaisi. If she said, "I'm never going to shower again," or or even one day, "I'm never going to shower one day," I'm not going to shower for one. Let's go with one day. One day, I'm not going to shower. The Rabban feel that itself is distressful enough that you can remove the nether. The Rabban say, "No, it's not." In other words, is not showering one day distressful? It's machlekes. Here's the problem. I'll tell you outside. They'll see it inside. How distressful to be distressful? I mean, uh, after all, in Yantir, we don't. No, that's showers. his point. Maybe, maybe the, uh, it's a good shayla. I like to shower daily. I don't know. I feel distressed. I don't know. So the Gemara has a kasha. The kasha is like this. In Yom Kippur, we know that the Pasuk says, Tanu right? which we interpret to not eat. If you eat on Yom Kippur, you chayv karis. Because you're breaking inoy. Yeah. If I shower on Yom Kippur, I'm over a lav. No, 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 no karis. Why? If you're telling me not showering is inoy, then on Yom Kippur, then I didn't shower. If I showered, I broke the. I broke the. I, I'm no longer Tanus Navjezechem. So I should be over the Isakaris. It should be the equivalent as food. Right? The Isar of food is Tanus Navjezechem, which we interpret to eating. So if you're telling me showering also, not, uh, uh, not bathing for a day is Enoi, which means if I bathe, I'm, I'm, I'm breaking Enoi, so then why isn't it Karis? Isn't it also one of the Chamesh Enoi? Anyway, Correct, but it's not, but it's a lav. It should be worse than that. It should be Karis. Correct. You only get karis because eating is, is inoi, is a breaking inoi. Right. But now you're telling me that showering is also considered pleasurable, which means that by showering I'm no longer over inoi, so then how come it's not karis? You know what I'm saying? It should, if you're telling me that, that, that washing is considered, not washing is distressful, which explains why in Yom Kippur you're not supposed to wash because it's considered distressful. You're supposed to tan as you're supposed to distress yourself. So if I shower, I'm breaking the distress. So why isn't it karis? Why is it just a lav? Why is it just one of the five? It should be the equivalent of eating. The Gemara says, feel that by not showering, I'm over the So the Gemara says, there many have a contradiction. The Apostle says, the Gemara says, and even though this five inuyim anyam kipper, the only thing is that karis on Yom Kippur is eating and drinking and doing malacha. Doing malacha because it's considered like Shabbos. But eating and drinking is the only one that's considered over karis. Why? And if you're telling me that showering and not showering is also in the category of inoy for nidarim, so if you shower on Yom Kippur, you should be over karis. They should be over the Isakaris if you shower in Yom Kippur. So the Gemara, in other words, by Nadarim it's considered Enoi, but Yom Kippur is not. What's the difference? So the Gemara says, Amarava, Minyani de Kra. The truth is, it's, it's based on the context of the Pasuk. How so? Minyani de Kra, because the Pasuk says, Gavi Yom Kippurim, Tanos Namshesechem. Tanos Namshesechem means distress yourself right now. The truth is, showering is considered, it's uncomfortable, but the distress comes later. Meaning you don't feel the distress that day, 
but you feel the distress days later. Like if a person doesn't shower, the first day it, it might be uncomfortable. It's not considered distressful the first day, but it's accumulative. Once you hit day two or three, then 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 the distress like hits in even for day one. By Yom Kippur, the Isser of Tanus HaShesecha means don't do things that are distressful today. Showering is not distressful that day. But by Nidarim, it's don't do anything that could lead to distress. So the truth is, showering is not distressful. By the way, this answers the Yom Tashayel. Showering is not distressful that day. But it could lead to distress if you keep not showering. So on Yom Kippur, the, the, the syntax, it's just based on darshaning mashmosa pasuk. By Yom Kippur, the Isser is doing things that are distressful that day. Shalom is not distressful that day. But in Nidorim, it's anything that could lead to distress is considered a nether that the husband can nullify. It's just based on, so it's, it's just that there are different words in the pasuk. Let's look inside. Minyonah dekra. Gabi Yom Kippur, by Yom Kippur, it says, Tanu Don't do anything, distress yourself, Hayoim. Only things that are us are things that you feel the distress right today. Rechitza, you'll not know the distress today. You'll be aware of the distress over a few days. It'll lead to the distress. I'm not showering today. I'm not feeling the stress of not showering. Exactly. Meaning, not showering, you won't feel it that day. You'll feel it in a couple days. That's the nature of... It won't make a difference to that. Correct. Meaning... The, one day you can go without showering. You go two, three days, then it's... So the first day, it's not distressful, but it could lead to distress. By Yom Kippur, that's not enough to be karis. But by Nedarim, when it says, La'anais means that could lead to distress. So by the Nedarim, the husband has the right to nullify not any vow that is distressful, any vow that could lead to distress. Not showering for even one day can lead to distress. You, I won't be distressful that day, but it could lead. It's the process that could lead to distress for sure. So, okay, one last point. Rav Yaisi feels that a person can uh, not shower for a day. That's not distressful. Meaning Rav Yaisi doesn't look at showering and not showering as distressful. Here's the Shaila. The Shaila is, um, the Gemara says like this. Rami de Rav Yaisi, I Rav Yaisi. I have a contradiction in Rav Yaisi. What's the contradiction? The case was like this. Um Rav Yaisi, Mayan shel ha'ir. Basically, you had like this. You had a spring that originated in Kew Garden Hills. Right? Actually, I don't want to use the names of the city because it's going to get bad. Uh, city A. The spring originates in City A, and then it flows into City B. The question is, who owns the spring? Who has the rights to the spring? So... What, what's the Negea? Let's say there's not enough water in the spring for both cities to use and they have to dam it up. So who gets rights to it? Is it, the si- is it the city where it's flowing into or the city that it originates from? Rabbi Yaisi's opinion is that a spring is owned by the city that it originates from. And therefore, says Rav Yossi, Mayan chayein Let's say the water is there's not enough water to be drunk. So it's pikuach nefesh. But only one city can drink the water. So... The water that it originates, that's the city, city A, where it originates, they have the rights to drink. Now, let's say it's not for drinking. Let's say the, it's for animals. And there's not enough water to feed both animals of city A and city B. Same halacha. City A has the rights that their animals get to drink because, again, it belongs to city A. Is there a half a meter that it should be in a building as city A? What do you mean? If, if it's for drinking, what do you mean? Mr. Hamer needs a separate line. What do you mean? 
Let's say it's not being used for drinking. It's just being used for animals. So why should why would you think that it would be the second city? No, it's just it's just he's continuing in the halachas. He's saying it belongs to city A. Let's say you're not using it for drinking or for animals. You're using it for laundry, and there's not enough water to launder both city A and city B. So again, city A has the rights to it. But what about this? Let's say you have where. City B wants to drink, but City A wants it for sh- for laundry. So City A wants to drink, and it's not because it could be together because City A, City B wants it for drinking, and City A wants it for laundry. Who has the rights to it? So says the Gemara. So the Gemara says very simple. The Gemara, here, I just want to get the. It's gonna quick Gemara in a second. So the Gemara says, Kvisasan um, ve. Let's say City B wants to use it for their livelihood. They need it for drinking, but City A wants it for laundry. So then, then City B gets it. Although it should belong to City A, but it's they, they need it to drink. Outweighs laundry. Rabbi Yossi disagrees. He says, no, laundry wins. So, now, um, yeah. What does this have to do with oh, our... So the, uh, so the Gemara says, Hashta kvisa amrav yoisi yesh batsar. Go to the next page. So I don't think it means that it's actually pikuach nefesh. I just think it means that it'll be distressful if they don't have the water. So you have sha- laundry over waters. Rav Yaisi says laundry wins. So that's the Gemara. Hashta kvisa amrav yoisi yesh batsar. Go to the next page. Guv kula lekalshigen. Rav Yaisi puts that much importance into laundry, which is washing clothing. You think he doesn't put that much importance into washing a body? He holds that by laundry alone, they, that city can get it over the other city. That's how important he puts into laundry. You're telling me he doesn't care about showering? It's not, it's not shaykh. It's, it doesn't make sense. Laundry should be less than showering. So the Gemara says, no, Amri, in. The truth is, no, he puts a higher uh, a higher uh, um, uh, emphasis into laundry over showering. How so? Because it's not comfort. The Gemara feels that laundry could could lead to, to illness if you don't have clean clothes. It wasn't that... We we're assuming that Rav Yaisi is so into laundry because he's into laundry because of comfort. It's not. The Gemara says, Kivisa alima de Rav Yossi. Rav Yossi puts laundry on a very high, high level, more so than more so than even drinking, more so than even bathing. How so? Damar Shmuel. Shmuel said, Hayar buvya de Reisha Masa de Shmuel said, I guess medicine was different back then, if your head is not washed, if you never wash your head, the cle- lack of cleanliness in the head could lead to blindness. Okay, and if your clothing is not clean, it can lead to the article translates it as dementia. You can lose your mind, and 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 uncleanness of the body can lead to boils and sores. So basically, Rav Yossi's point is that not having clean clothes will make you lose your mind. Losing your mind is very cautious. It has nothing to do with. It's not a matter of washing. Washing will lead to boils and sores. Which is discomfort. Not washing the clothes can lead to dementia, which is which is way worse. So the Gemara is saying that the Rafor of Yaisi does put an emphasis, but he puts an emphasis to laundry over clothes, oh, over washing the body. Oh, yeah. Have a good Shabbos, everyone. It's a- yeah, have a good Shabbos. Thanks, Shabbos. Have a good Shabbos.